Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. Hello, my name is Shizue Rochidachi, and I'm a student intern at the Yale Farm. My guest today is Taylor Kokalis, who's one of the co-founders of Good Food Jobs. Good Food Jobs is an online job search engine which is designed to connect people looking for meaningful work with food-related businesses that need them. Launched in 2010, um, in October, the site has posed over, posted over 3,000 jobs and has over 16,000 registered followers. So, hi, Taylor. Hi, <laughs> how's it going? Good. Thanks so much for coming in. My um, pleasure. So, I guess the, the first kind of obvious question is, what is a good food job? Oh, that's a broad one. But um, okay, so essentially, um, Good Food Jobs is an online job search engine that we designed to connect these people looking for meaningful food work with the businesses that need their energy, enthusiasm, and intellect. Um, But we define a good food job as uh, something pertaining to sustainable food and food culture. So essentially, we decided to curate the site based on this interest that we saw within the food world. So there were a lot of people who um, like me, had graduated from college. Um, you know, they went off into perhaps uh, corporate jobs or jobs that they were, I'm air quotes, uh, supposed to have, um, ones that paid a salary and gave them health insurance and all of those really great things. Um, and I went off to do food related work, and I found more and more often people were coming up to me and saying, I'm really interested in food, and you have a really awesome food job. How did you? find that because it's not the obvious type of job that we would think about. Um, In our culture, a lot of times people think about jobs specifically in uh, reference to restaurants. So all of a sudden they mean either you want to be a chef or you want to own a restaurant. Um, And what we tried to do with the site is provide this um, place where people can go where they have much broader interests in food. Um, So after my undergrad degree in hospitality management, I studied, um, uh, did a master in food culture, and it was at the university that Slow Food founded, and they talked about this idea of gastronomy, and gastronomy is the way that food relates to various aspects of culture, be it economics, sociology, psychology, um, food production, um, p- uh, politics, um, all of these different arenas that people don't usually associate with food. Um, so a good food job kind of encompasses all of those different things. um, And at the heart of it, we just want to make sure, you know, people are doing something that they really believe in. So there's kind of this um, social aspect to the work that people are doing because they think it's important to rebuild our food culture. Great. And so and so people can go on to good food jobs and not just find jobs working as a line cook um, or working as a farmer, but you kind of encompass different sorts of Different sorts of opportunities. Could you give me some? Oh, examples? sure. Uh, it's funny because people ask us all the time. You know, oh, I have this, uh, you know, sort of alternate weird opportunity. Can I post it on there? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, good food opportunities was just a little bit too long of a URL, and so we thought good food jobs was just a little bit more mm-hmm. succinct, and people can really connect with that. Um, but we encourage all sorts of opportunities to be posted on the site at this time. So anything from you know internships, apprenticeships, 
apprenticeships, um, part-time jobs, full-time jobs. Um, uh, even a lot of people have posted businesses for sale or educational opportunities. Um, at this point, we don't really want to uh, rule anything out because um, we're sort of in the stages of infancy in this you know field and we just want to make sure that people understand ways in which they can get engaged and involved um, so yeah so you said you had a really great good food job how did you get there you said you went to Cornell I, I did I um, did my undergrad at Cornell University uh, in the hospitality management program and while I was there, um, not only was I uh, getting interested in the things that were going on at the hotel school, but also things that were going on in the ag quad and going down to the farmer's market and uh, learning about what slow food was. Um, so it was really interesting because there was this progression. And I see this evolution a lot with people. So my background was that when I was in high school, um, you know, I would do all of the things that high schoolers do like I was you know on sports teams and did the yearbook and um, you know uh, had all these activities and was doing my schoolwork but then I would come home at you know seven or eight at night and then I would bake batches of cookies and banana bread and all of these different things from scratch um, and what I would do is I bring them into school with me I'd carry a basket filled with baked goods and it first started I would you know bring them to my study hall class and you know my friends would eat them and say oh my god how did you make this like how is that even possible? Um, and so, uh, you know, from there, I started to then give them to strangers, you know, people that I didn't necessarily know. And I, I really liked the reaction that I got when you shared good food with people. And that was really what energized me. And so when I was looking for university programs, um, you know, everyone said, oh, like, you must want to open a bakery. And I said, no, that's not really what I want to do. Um, and, you know, I was looking for food-related programs, but I knew I didn't want to go to culinary school because I didn't necessarily want to cook for a living, um, mainly because I saw this huge disparity. You know, there was like all these people that couldn't even fathom how you could make something from scratch. If you were going to make a cake, obviously it would just be from a box. Um, so I thought that there really needed to be this um, revival of home cooking as a means for getting people interested and engaged in food. So I studied uh, hospitality management in my undergrad because it was one of the only like really reputable um, food-related, you know, college degrees at the time, and I thought, this is great because I can study food and business. And even though the hotel school is really um, focused on, uh, you know, hospitality management in the sense that uh, it's hotels and restaurants, anytime I had a project, I'd gear it toward, you know, a, a farm market or a retail store or something of that nature. So I kind of tailored it the way that I wanted. And then after I graduated, I did what any um, really savvy recent grad would do. And I delayed reality for another <laughs> year. And I decided to matriculate into this master's program um, at the university that Slow Food founded. And it was the first year they were running the program. So it was a master in food culture. Um, so it was all about sort of understanding the way that traditional food products are made and how they differ from the things that we find um, you know, in our current culture and how to communicate the differences between those two things um, and how to get people engaged in food in a really meaningful way. So after I graduated from there, uh, I immediately took a job at Murray's Cheese in New York City. Um, it was really important to me to find a job where 
we were providing really great products and also educating people about it. So I found that either people were selling really great products and uh, you know, consumers didn't really value uh, those products because they didn't really understand what was special about them. Or, uh, you know, people were just saying like, oh, no, the, this thing is too elite. Like, you know, there's no possible way. So they were they were they might have been educating people. But since they didn't have the products there immediately to back it up, you know, uh, the message was getting muddled. Um, and so that was really important to me. And this opportunity turned up to run the education program there. So it was the only thing from my education that I was uniquely qualified to do because there were three different aspects to the job. One was running this department. So it was understanding sort of the finances of it and the operations. So there's a business component to it. There was a hospitality component because not only were you hosting people that were coming to the class on a regular basis, but also hosting the instructors that would constantly come in to teach. Um, and then there was a food culture component because a lot of the content that we were talking about was all um, different aspects of um, food production and, and sort of understanding how these different products that Murray sold um, were really unique and different. So things like cheese, olive oil, cured meat, chocolate, gelato, butter, um, all the really good stuff. <laughs> um, so that's kind of how I, I segued um, into Good Food Jobs because in the job that I had before, I was constantly coming into contact with these people that were using food as their outlet you know it was they went to their regular job but at night they would come to these classes because it was what they really cared about and they were trying to figure out how to make the transition into a more permanent um you know career and so you saw these people that you were you were thinking oh i can you know they just need a good food job and that's when the idea you and your co-founder Dorothy um, decided, well, there's there's a need and, and we might as well fill it. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it. What we decided was that we wanted to help lower the barriers to entry into the food world. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting because when we started the site, you know, a lot of people say, oh, how, how are you able to get so much success so quickly? And we said, you know, okay, first of all, when you're starting a business, it's really hard to know the exact moment to start spreading the word. You know, you're a little bit um, secretive at first because you don't want to give away the idea before you have enough work done um, so that someone else will steal it. But as soon as you launch it, you really want to hit the ground running. Um, so we really had to strike this balance. And we noticed that this was something, you know, we didn't have a lot of quantitative analysis on but we knew like in the depths of our soul that people were really interested in this and we kept meeting people over and over and over again who who just really like so desperately wanted to do something that they believed in and we believed that we could do something about that um and so uh, you know the other problem was when we would tell people about the site you know oh we want to have this site where we have these jobs devoted to sustainable food and food culture, people go, oh, great, but what does that really mean? Like, are those jobs really out there? So in the months um, preceding when the site actually launched, as we were developing it, because that took a, a few months to do, uh, we actually started this newsletter. And we sent out an email to 600 of our closest friends and colleagues and family members and we said, hey, we're going to be starting this site. Here's the idea. Um, here's the splash page that says we're coming soon. And you can sign up for our weekly email newsletter. 
And when we sent out the newsletter each week, we would include job postings. So it really gave this, um, this uh, you know, concrete evidence that these jobs existed, which gave people a lot of faith and also allowed them to start being much more creative. Um, it kind of legitimized the field to a sense. Um, and then um, at the same time, we also started this blog, which was a really you know, in hindsight, it was a really quick decision. I said, Dorothy, why don't we just do a blog that goes along with this? Because people are having a really hard time visualizing what these jobs look like. And what we need to do more than anything is get people to connect to this idea. Um, because right now it's not a normal thing in our culture, you know, and we knew that because every time we told people we wanted to work in food, it was really hard for us to be able to identify specific um, pathways. Um, and, and that was really hard for us and took a lot of commitment and motivation and a lot of explaining to your relatives and family friends what exactly you were doing with this really uh, fancy degree that you got uh, and make it seem like something that was meaningful. And we said, you know, we really want to be able to provide a support system for people. So the blog did a great job of ascribing a personality um, to these things that we were doing and giving people uh, really concrete evidence that this was possible. Sounds like people were pretty convinced. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take too long. In fact, uh, over the course of four months while we were building the site and we had people be able to sign up for the newsletter, we got 4,000 people to sign up just by word of mouth. We weren't doing anything. We were just sending out the newsletter every week. But I think because it was something that was so desperately needed at the time, um, you know, the users kind of did the work for us and they were the ones that spread the word. And continually, that's the way it is. Um, and, you know, before I, this is a good note that I have to update the numbers, but um, as of this morning, we have actually posted 6,700 jobs and we have over 30,000 active users. Um, so in a short amount of time, that's really been able to, to rack up um, pretty quickly, especially considering these are really intense users that um, believe in the site. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at www.yale.edu slash sustainable food.